the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black. On today's show, I'm going to have CFP Chad Burton. He is an CFP and regional director with EP Wealth, certified financial planner. Means he's a fiduciary. A lot of what he and I talk about ties into wealth management, retirement planning. He does a great job with presentations. And he makes that part of age 60 to 100 digestible and puts it into perspective. We have a big event coming up, seven tests of retirement readiness and happiness. I like that we've added the word happiness to it because there's no sense being miserly in retirement and miserable. Those are supposed to be your golden years. Joining me now, CFP, Chad Burton. Chad Burton, retirement, golden years, happy. Uh, that's the that's meant to be the right vibe, but it's it's kind of stressful as well getting there. Well, it is, and I think I've you know mentioned this before. Watching people retire and helping them through retirement in the different phases of life since I was nineteen years old, um, it, it changes even the way that I look at retirement. Um, I, I feel that it's really important to live life to the fullest. Um, and so even for me, for example, if it means delaying my retirement from some age that people just pick out of the air, which is 65, right? That's kind of like the retirement age. I'm going to retire at 65. Arbitrary. Um, and I think that what I've seen people be like in retirement is the more that they use their mind later in life, it's one of the things that makes people happy is, you know, keeping cognitively engaged. And so I don't mind spending more money now on vacations, experiences, time with kids, um, bucket list issues while my body's still in good shape. I'd rather do that and retire a little bit later, but it's part of my plan. I've ran the numbers. I know what my cash flow looks like and, and I can program in various levels of spending on things like vacation for the next 15, 20 years. And I love what I do. So it's really hard to figure, think of myself as fully retiring, especially at 65. It seems like it's right around the corner. Um, so you've got to figure out what makes you happy. And if you love your job, then maybe it's, you know, work less, um, but, and, and travel more later in life. And it, concentrate on health. You have to concentrate on health because I can't tell you how very rarely does a week go by Rob, where I'm not hearing about a client health issue or a problem that's keeping them from doing the things that they want to do. And a lot of times it's because people didn't concentrate on health. And we're seeing that with this huge diabetes epidemic in America right now. I mean, we can kind of go off on a tangent on that. But let's not, you, let's not. yeah, really, let's let's focus on, you know, being happy in retirement, making sure you have enough money. That's that's one. But what are you going to do? That's number two. 
And let me attest to what you just said. My dad worked basically until the day he died, never really got to enjoy retirement. And then my mother had a stroke and lived for another 20 years after the stroke in poor health and eventually wound up losing her mind with Alzheimer's. Not a good way to go. So, Chad, you mentioned at this last seven test event that one of the keys to success is getting unbiased advice from the advisor you're working with. Give me an example here of bad advice versus a fiduciary. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a good one is somebody that kind of got started late in life on retirement, right? A lot of us, especially in the Bay Area where it's really expensive to live, a lot of people aren't really able to finally max out their 401ks and save beyond that because you can put so much into a 401k these days, right? Over 30 grand if you're 50 or above. Wow. Um, a lot of people can't afford to save that plus some outside of a retirement account until their kids are done with college, yeah. right? So that's well into your 50s. And so people finally sit down, they finally do a plan. The kids are out. Okay. I've got some extra cash flow. Let's, let's do a retirement plan. And they kind of realize, Oh boy, I've got to work till I'm like 75. Right. I got to delay social security until I'm 70, but I still got to work a little bit and, and work until I'm 75. And so recently we had a guy come in, it was 73 years old and he was still working um, because he, he knew he had to put in about three more years um, he thought in order to have enough to say, okay, yeah, I can finally call it quits. And about two years prior to that, he actually switched jobs. And, uh, the reason why he was coming in is because he heard me talk about annuities and, you know, you and I have talked for years about annuities. I came out of that side of the business with my grandfather when I was you know 19 years old. So I know the good and I know the bad. And I also know that about 90% of them to 99% of annuities are bad. Um, they're riddled with high fees and people that sell them tend to make about 5% of what you put in. So if you put in a hundred grand, they're making five grand, right? And so the sales pitches are really good. And what happened was this guy went to a so-called financial advisor that was just selling annuities with these lifetime guarantees that are really kind of fake in many cases because of the expenses involved. And so this guy leaves one job and goes to another one. So he takes his 401k and he rolls it into an IRA, right? And then he goes to work at the new job and then realizes that he's now subject to required minimum distributions out of that IRA because he's 73 years old. Well, the advisor, the so-called advisor didn't talk to him about that. The so-called advisor was so, so focused on getting him to roll over his 401k into an IRA annuity to make a commission that he didn't tell him that, Hey, it might not be a good idea to roll to an IRA in your case, because if you roll to an IRA, you're subject to RMDs. But if you're 73 years old or older and you're still working for a company that you don't own um, and you have the money in a 401k, that's one way that you can avoid these required minimum distributions if you're over 73. So if you're over 73, you're still working and it, you don't own the company. 401k is not actually subject to required minimum distributions. <clears throat> so, the better advice, the non-biased advice of that situation would have been, Hey, you're still, you're still working. You're 73 years old. Um, and you want to, are you trying to save as much as possible? You should actually roll it from your old 401k into your new 401k. So you are not subject to those required minimum distributions. So he appreciated that. He rolled back his IRA, got, got out of the expensive annuity. That was like three and a half percent internal fees, rolled it back into his 401k and is now saving a bunch of money on taxes because he's not having to take a required minimum distribution out of that IRA. It's interesting that you bring that up. Um, required minimum distributions 
we'll talk about them a little more. But for me, it's a lot of math that I don't like doing. I like accumulating wealth, but I've got too many accounts, Chad. I've had a couple jobs. Spouses had a couple jobs. I've had different flavors of accounts, Roth, IRA, 401k. Um, how easy is it for you to look at that stuff and like kind of like get a calm presence and say, easy, let me show you how to do this? Yep. Yeah, it, it is really easy. I mean, con- account consolidation is really helpful for a lot of okay. people. A lot of times yep. people come in and, you know, they've kind of saved, they've moved jobs, they've rolled 401ks over, they've started accounts at various places. And a lot of times people don't realize that whether or not you have a IRA that you contributed to or an IRA that rolled over from a 401k, those can all be consolidated. Now there used to be laws that years ago that made it. So you had to keep them separate, but those can all be consolidated. Now, let's say you have taxable accounts, right? And what I mean by taxable account is when you invest it outside of your IRA in a brokerage account, like at Fidelity, Schwab, E-Trade, um, whatever it may be, you can pick a, a custodian like Fidelity or Schwab, and you can transfer all of those assets in kind into that one brokerage account and consolidate everything without paying taxes on those positions. And so, yeah, we can talk more about how RMDs work and why a lot of those IRAs, you want to consolidate them well after you're, when you're done working. So come meet Chad. Coming up Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon, 10 a.m. to noon. It's a Saturday event, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City, seven tests of retirement readiness and happiness. He's going to hit taxes. That's one test. Income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, health and wellness, and more. Sign up at Rob Black Show or chadburton.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. This is a show dedicated to getting you to retirement. We do it through daily news, stock market ideas, investing insurance, saving, college versus getting a blue-collar job. Is it worth it? Is it not? A lot of blue-collar jobs now started at over $120,000. A lot of college jobs started $60,000. There's no topic we won't hit. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking about required minimum distributions. Obviously, this is a wealth preservation and income and retirement kind of vibe to it. We have a big event coming up, the seven tests of retirement readiness. It's going to be Saturday, October 28th, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City, right off the 92 bridge. Great location, easy parking. And when things are said and done, we can all chat, talk stocks, and watch some college football because there's a good sports bar there. Chad, how do RMDs work? It's something that's a little... Uh, how shall we say taboo? It's something that we don't really think about until we need to think about it. Well, yeah. And, and you can also think of it as a, as a ticking tax time bomb. Oh, uh, no. a CPA called uh, Ed Slot. That's kind of an IRA 
RMD guru type of a guy. Um, and people might've seen him on PBS before, but what happens is people, you know, put money into their IRAs and 401ks pre-tax and it grows tax deferred forever. But once you start taking money out, it's a hundred percent taxable. Um, and a lot of people kind of go into retirement saying, well, I'm going to hold off as long as possible. And that's a lot of times not the best bet. And then the IRS says, Hey, by the way, if you hit a certain age, which is now 73, it used to be 70 and a half. It went to 72 for a year. And now it's age 73. Uh, that's when you have to start taking money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, you know, all these pre-tax retirement accounts. The only way to avoid it is if you are, you know, 73 or older and you're still working for a company that you don't own, that 401k that you have at that company is not subject to required minimum distributions. Your IRAs are, but that 401k is not. About for those that are having to work beyond age 73. Um, so the way it works, let's assume somebody's retired. Let's assume they have like a couple 401ks in the past, a couple of IRAs. Um, your required minimum distribution is you is you look at the year end balance of your IRAs. So if you're right now looking at this October of 2023, you're going to look at your December 31st, 2022 value of your IRAs. And then there's a table that the IRS puts out and you look at the table and say, okay, I'm 73 years old. I got to take my December 31st value and divide it by 26 and a half. Right? So if you've got a million dollars in your various IRAs, you'd have to take out 37,736 bucks. That's that's the amount. Now the next year the divisor is twenty five point five, and the smaller the the divisor, the 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 larger you have to take out every year. Because the IRS, the the way that this table works is they think they're going to have you draw down your IRA by the time you die, right? So that you pay taxes sooner than later. Okay. Now the issue is, is Rob. Let's say you have, um, you know, you retire and you've got an old four hundred one k at your old employer. You got the four hundred one k that you retired with, and you've got an IRA. In that scenario, a person would need to take a required minimum distribution out of each account. Because every 401k you have, you have to take a, a required minimum distribution out of each one. So that's why a lot of times people will retire and consolidate all of their 401ks and IRAs into one IRA account so that they can simplify their life and take the proper amount out each year. Um, and so a lot of people... Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you take the RMD in a lump sum or do you spread it out over 12 months? Uh, it, it depends on how people need it. Right. Okay. So if a person is living off of their IRA anyways, and they need that as income, then we'll distribute that amount or possibly more on a monthly basis. Okay. Right. And what I, I like to do is calculate, okay, what are the person's taxes that they're going to owe? And we have that withheld out of the IRA and the proper amount. So they don't have to worry about making quarterly estimated tax payments, which is really annoying in retirement, especially if you're trying to travel and do other things. Um, so there are some people though, Rob, that have enough income from their dividends, from their stocks, their real estate, their, their cash accounts, and they don't need the required minimum distribution. In that case, a lot of times I'll process it one time a year and we'll, you know, process the required minimum distribution, withhold the taxes and move the money back over to their taxable or joint or trust account and just keep it invested. Um, the one way that you can avoid it is 
and this starts at age 70 and a half, Rob, okay. is the IRS says that you can give up to 100 grand a year out of your IRA directly to a nonprofit organization, 503C, and avoid paying taxes on those required minimum distributions. And it actually helps satisfy your required minimum distribution. So if you're 73 years old, especially if you don't need the required minimum distribution, um, and you give to, you tithe to your church, you give to various charities throughout the year, start doing that from your IRA. That's going to help you tax wise. Um, and you, there's two ways to do it. You either fill out a form with your custodian. So like, let's say it's Schwab or Fidelity, larger amount, you can follow, fill out a form called a qualified charitable distribution. And it'll send the money from your IRA account directly to your favorite charity. And so that that's a really good route to go once you're over 70 and a half is really focus. Okay. How am I going to give my charitable gifts out of my IRA? You know, I think 95% of Americans don't know that Chad and a hundred percent of CFPs do. I've, you, I've talked, my charitable gifting is going to come out of my bank account. It's not coming out of my uh, retirement accounts in my head. I'm like, it blows my mind that you're trying to tell me that you could do that. Rob, I've talked to many charities in the past. Like I've run into people that, you know, do run smaller charities. They're trying to raise money. I'm like, well, make sure you tell people about their, you know, required minimum distribution option. And they're like, what are you talking about? Exactly. So a lot of charities don't even really realize that yet. Um, so it, that was supposed to end, but they extended that on one of the, I don't know there's been so many acts, Secure Act, Retirement Act, Inflation Reduction Act that's affected these things that it, it's now something you're going to be able to do for the, the future. Can I ask a silly question? Could someone like a Vanguard Schwab, could they help do this or does it need to be a CFP? Because I can tell you if I don't have a CFP, I want Schwab or Fidelity to do it for me. I don't want to do it myself because it's too, you came up with numbers 73, 70 and a half, 76, uh, 26.5, 25.5. You're throwing down a lot of numbers that are just too much for my, me in old age. So your custodian of your IRA is going to report to you um, every year, what your required minimum distribution is yeah. from that account. But most clients have various, they, they have multiple accounts, right? They might have a money there, an IRA that's invested in individual bond ladder, another IRA that's, you know, invested in normal stocks and, and funds and things like that. And so let's say you do have multiple IRAs, you can add them all up and just take the required minimum distribution for all three IRAs out of one account. So uh, custodians are not allowed to give tax planning. And as we get into the idea of RMDs and IRA to Roth conversions, they're, they're not going to give you tax advice. We've got about a minute left in this segment. Is there anything else we need to hit in this topic? Well, I think that, you know, there's, we, we know that age 73, you have to start taking money out of your IRAs and 401ks and 403bs. Um, and so the idea is that, to maintain control of your tax bracket, you start dealing with this from the retirement age to age 73, not after that. So we'll talk about that on a future segment. Sounds good. It's the seven test of retirement readiness and happiness with CFP Chad Burton. Saturday, October 28th, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City, 10 to noon. Sign up at robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. So dedicated to getting your retirement. Problem is, I don't know how to handle retirement as well as CFP Chad Burton does. CFP stands for Certified Financial Planner. I could say the same thing 25 years ago when I met Chad. I was more of a stock picker. I was more of an investment advisor, registered investment advisor. 
I was, what's happening in the market? I had tapping the vein. I could feel it. I could feel what was happening in the market. But the big problem was, I was like, what do you do with all this money? What do you do when you get to retirement? Man walks in the door and I was like, this guy's a genius. CFP Chad Burton. He's a regional director with EP Wealth. He's also a certified financial planner who has a team in Northern California as well as uh, the Pacific Northwest. He's going to be doing an event with me, seven tests of retirement, readiness and happiness. Location is going to be Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City, Saturday, October 28th, 10 to noon. The event will get you through the seven tests. It's fast and it's serious. It takes about an hour and a half, two hours to go through. Taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, health and wellness. Here to talk a little bit more about the type of content that he delivers is CFP Chad Burton. Chad, can you explain the different phases of planning around RMDs and Roth conversions? Yeah, you bet. So RMDs, required minimum distributions, that's where you have to start taking money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, just kind of like a teacher's 401k, right? Um, at age 73. And so you have to start taking money out and paying the taxes on that money. So the idea is that you can go from retirement through age 73 at a very low bracket. You can live off of your cash or dividends and interest, rental income, whatever it may be, and enjoy a very, very low tax bracket. And then all of a sudden your taxes explode after age 73. Um, so you have to fight that, what uh, CPA Ed Slot calls a ticking tax time bomb, right? You've got to, it, it's, it's one of the things that you can control in retirement to help keep your overall expenses down is by smoothing out your taxes over a long period of time. So you and I always think about how do we pay the least amount of taxes this year? Well, once you retire, it's how do I pay the least amount of taxes over a 35 plus year period? So the different phases, the, the phase between age 65 and 73 is, is fairly easy. Um, essentially what you're doing there is you, you get towards the end of the year, right? Now is a good time to start thinking about this where you know what your taxable income is for the year. So to think about what taxable income is first, everybody needs to realize that you either take the standard deduction or you itemize your deductions. Either way, the first in retirement, when you're 65 or over the first, almost $30,000 of income that you have from your IRA and social security and things like that is, is totally tax free because of either the standard deduction or your itemized deductions. If that one is higher now to think about it this way, the next, if you're, I'm going to talk about joint filers, right? $22,000 is taxed at 10% between 22,000 and $89,450 is taxed at 12% Rob. Hmm. So let's say you get towards the end of the year right now and you work with your advisors and you say, okay, it looks like my income, my taxable income is going to be about $70,000. Well, you know that 12% bracket that you're always going to be in 12% or higher in retirement. That 12% bracket maxes out at 89450 So that person that's sitting in, let's say, December at $70,000 of taxable income, and they know they're always going to be at 12%, well, they should consider converting $19,000 from their IRA to their Roth, which means you... You, you open up a Roth account, you fill out a form that converts $19,000 from your IRA over to your Roth account, and that causes a tax event, right? You're going to report another $19,000 of, of income, but once that money moves over from your IRA to your Roth, it's going to grow tax-free forever. It's not going to be subject to required minimum distributions, which means it's going to lower your required minimum distributions after age 73 and lower your tax brackets in the future. 
And then if you pass away with that Roth IRA, your spouse can roll it into their Roth IRA. Your kids can roll it into an inherited Roth IRA and have another 10 years of tax-free growth. So the more you have in a Roth IRA, the less that you'll pay uh, in taxes, the less chance that you'll have paying higher Medicare premiums. All sorts of good things happen around having way more money in a Roth IRA at retirement. So that's between 65 hmm. and 73. After age 73, your required minimum distributions kick in. You can't convert any of your required minimum distributions, Rob. You have to take the required minimum distribution, figure out where your tax bracket is, and you can convert more if you want to, but you've got to take that RMD first. So does that all make sense so far? It does. Um, it's a process, though, of digesting it and hearing it a second time and a third time. Yep. So you, you want to make it more complicated because <laughs> <laughs> the government wheel. did that for us. <laughs> the government did that for us recently. So there's these things called premium tax credits, right? For the Affordable Care Act or, you know, the covered California plans if you're in California. So let's talk about early retirees for a second. Let's say you retire when you're 62 years old. You don't get on Medicare until you're 65, so between 62 and 65, you might go on COBRA for your health insurance through your employer for at the most 18 months, but most people don't go on that very long because it's expensive. So between 62 and 65, you're on your own in terms of healthcare costs and you're buying one of the plans through Covered California. And even though you might have a large amount of assets, whether or not you get tax credits, premium tax credits on your tax return depends on how much uh, adjusted gross income you have. And so you might have a lot of assets, but your adjusted gross income is based on your dividends, your interest, um, you know, any social security that you might have, rental income and things like that. So you have to be careful between the ages of retirement and 65 that converting money from an IRA to a Roth, I've seen it in some cases where you go from, you know, over $20,000 of premium tax credits to none if you do that. So it could be a very expensive IRA to Roth conversion. So that's that's a new kind of wrench in the system that we've got to deal with. And when you read about this stuff, Rob, it's it was extremely confusing on how it works. And then um, if, and if your income the next year goes way up, there's a potential that you could pay some of it back. But the Inflation Reduction Act kind of messed with that a little bit too and made it so you don't have to pay it all back in some cases. It's really odd and it's very, very confusing, but it's something that people need to think about for those that are retiring before age 65. You make the complicated seem simple. I know other certified financial planners look at you with respect because of how you handle this content. Should I move on to, is there an income limit or should we stick with this for a little bit longer? No, that's a very common question. Is is there an income limit to convert money from an IRA to a Roth? Okay. And there is not. I mean, you could do it right now if you wanted to, Rob. You could do you could even do it inside a 401k where you can convert pre-tax money in a 401k into the Roth bucket of the 401k if the plan allows it and go ahead and pay the taxes now. The government is more than happy for you to pay taxes on that money. The income limits have to do if you're contributing directly to a Roth IRA, right? Not converting money from an IRA to a Roth, there's no income limits. But when you want to contribute money from your bank account to a Roth IRA, there's income limits for that. So that confused. The, the, the other limitations are, number one, have you done a cash flow, you know, very detailed 
cash flow analysis that includes taxes, inflation, all your healthcare costs to see if, you know, making an IRA or Roth conversion makes sense. And another limitation is, do you have the cash outside of retirement accounts to pay the tax if you decide to convert money from an IRA to a Roth? So if you don't, it makes it a lot harder to make make it all make sense. Sometimes we have to say, let's say in 2023, we make an IRA to a Roth conversion. And then in early in 2024, we pull enough money out of the IRA to pay the taxes on that conversion. And then we skip the conversion that year. So it's kind of an alternating tax scenario. Um, and then another thing that really you got to consider is that what I'm seeing a lot of people, they retire and they've got two years, a lot of money in an IRA or 401k that has not been taxed, but also then a very concentrated stock position from the company that they work for, like Apple or Microsoft, Amazon, you know, Broadcom or Vago, whatever you want to call it now. Um, and so then we have to say, okay, what's more important dealing with that concentrated stock position than a high level of risk? or the IRA to Roth conversion. So it's why I love the business so much. Everybody is very different based on their tax situation, their risk tolerance, uh, family dynamics. Uh, It really keeps me interested. I could say that's true um, for the same exact reasons. Let me get this right. Is a 401k similar to an IRA in this case? Have you ever taken money out of a 401k and converted it to a Roth? Uh, Yeah. Um, So You've done that. See, I've, I've never heard anyone even bring that up. Yeah, the, the where it happens a lot. I mean, I mean, you can get really into the weeds on this, Rob. Like, what I love it when when I have self employed people that, you know, either, you know, have a Schedule C income or they have their sole proprietor, they have a an S corp. You can create four hundred one k plans where you do the pre tax contribution, a profit sharing contribution, and you can potentially go in and put in a bunch of money in after tax into the four hundred one k that immediately converts to the Roth tax free. Um, so there's all sorts of strategies there for the self-employed, but, uh, typically most plans now, um, can't have the ability of the pre-tax 401k to the Roth, if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes where it's made really big sense for a person, we've had to roll money out of the 401k to an IRA and then convert it to a Roth. That's pretty fascinating. Again, a strategy I've never even thought about because my, I've got a pea-sized brain when it comes to wealth preservation, retirement planning, but wealth creation, I'm pretty good. Big event coming up with CFP Chad Burton. If you have questions, you can find him online at chadburton.com. If you want to listen to his podcast, it's New Focus Focus on Wealth. You can find it where you find podcasts with Chad Burton. Seven Tests of Retirement Readiness and Happiness, Saturday, October 28, 10 to noon. That's a morning event. We haven't had many of those in recent years. Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. It's right on the 92. Great location. Seven tests of retirement readiness. Sign up at chadburton.com or robblackshow.com. This interview featured on the Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more at robblack.com. Seven tests of retirement readiness and happiness coming up Saturday, October 28, 10 to noon. Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City, right off the 92 bridge, close to Visa. A lot of shopping. So come see the event, hear the event, participate in the event. Talk with CFP Chad Burton and his associates who are all financial planners. They will be there answering questions and get a good education on taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and much, much more. Afterwards, you can go shopping because there's a lot of malls uh, right there. And again, it's that holiday season we all find. So please, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at chadburton.com. He's with EP Wealth. He's a regional director as well as a certified financial planner. Um, 
solid career as a financial planner, but a new kind of career as a regional director, which means he gets to manage other CFPs and form them like he formed himself or in the image of himself. Chad, let's talk a little bit about the unexpected retirement expenses. Um, there are many. Oh, yeah. I think the biggest one that I see when people try to run their own spreadsheets in terms of how long is my money going to last is the taxes, right? A lot of people just don't. Sometimes it's completely missing from the scenario that they run or they just don't understand how it works because it is a very complicated tax system. And I will say that what happened in 2017, um, right now we're sitting under the the most I don't know, probably the best tax situation that we've ever been in for retirees in the 30 years that I've been doing this. Um, there, there's so much that you can do around current tax law, but it is, it is very confusing. I mean, Medicare and social security, for example, is very confusing. Like social security, you take, you know, one half of your social security plus all of your other income, including tax-free income. And you get this number called provisional income. And if it's over a certain amount, 50% of your social security is taxable. If it's over another amount, 85% of your social security is taxable. None of it makes sense. That's the case. What, what, There's you, taxes. what you just said, you just said doesn't make sense to me. It's Well, I call it, you know, whiskey night in Congress when they created that law, because it just doesn't, it's stupid. It just, the, the numbers are so arbitrary. It does not make sense. Um, so that's one is taxes on everything, including social security. Um, inflation is a big one, right? You, you've got to take your normal expenses and inflate them at least around two and a half percent, your healthcare costs at 5%. And healthcare costs is something that catch people off guard anyway. So, you know, we use, you know, close to $700 a month per person in healthcare costs to cover your Medicare B uh, prescription drug copays on an annual basis. And it's cheaper than that when you first start out at 65, but later in life, it gets more expensive. So you got to have some sort of a number that you inflate over the long term. And then you've got, of course, nursing home costs. You know, once you hit 70, there's a 60% chance you're going to spend some time in a nursing home. The other thing that I forget that people forget to put in their plan. I might need a new car every 10 years. Oh, by the way, home maintenance, Rob, that's another drastically underestimated expense that people never have in their plan. Don't get me started on home maintenance. And it always comes in threes, right? You get a roof leak and two appliances go out in the same year. That's, that's how it happens every single time. It comes in threes. I got a little Um, rot from beetles. Oh boy. Yeah. And then they open up the wall and find everything else. And all of a sudden, oh, now I've got to paint my entire house because I opened up this part of my wall. (laughs) The best part about ever opening up part of a wall, I found a hammer inside the wall, which tells me this has been opened up before. (laughs) They just dropped it and got a new one. I like it. Um, Gifts is another big one, right? Because you you have kids, but eventually they'll have grandkids. All of a sudden, Christmas starts to get pretty expensive. And then I get calls all the time. Hey, just had a grandkid. I, I think I want to put in, you know, ten thousand dollars for a five twenty nine plan. These are big expenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Losing a spouse, um, whether it's death or divorce, expenses aren't just cut in half, right? The only the only expenses that are cut in half are like you know personal care and things like that. So a lot of people realize that okay, I've lost a spouse, so the smaller Social Security check goes away, but they still have the majority of the expenses. Now, here's a big one, Rob. If if people haven't traveled lately and they're running off of a five or $10,000 travel budget in retirement, that's not going to get them anything these days. I mean, some of these places, whether it's like Costa Rica or Mexico or whatever, it's not that cheap anymore. The prices have gone way up. 
uh, airline tickets way up. Um, so travel expenses are much higher than I think most people estimate. That's when I look at a list of expenses, that's one of the first things that we know we're going to need to adjust. And another interesting one is just transportation, right? And as people are living longer, but they lose their ability to drive, what are the transportation costs? Um, and then some mishaps that I see, you know, from enabling children, family loans that never get paid back, business loans to kids or grandkids, starting a business that never gets paid back. It's those kind of things that really catch people off guard. And you need to think about as you go into retirement, especially if you're living on a very strict budget. There's something to be said there about our near term memories, Chad, because you just talked about travel and transportation. And I remember when Ubers felt really, really cheap to get around town, and now they don't feel so cheap. And travel, I used to take my family on vacation to Hawaii for $5,000 $6,000. Now it's $10,000 to $12,000. Yeah. Um, but my memory was like, oh, it's got half this much. Um, it, 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 I mean, just to give you an example, it was recently in, in Punta de Mito, which is you know, 30, 40 minutes away from Puerto Vallarta um, in Cellulito, which is, you know, it's a surf town, right? It's, it's, (laughs) it's not a super, it's kind of a hippie-ish surf town, right? It's all geared, that whole area is geared towards surfing, which is why we went. And we stayed about, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes um, out of town. And Cab rides, when you when you call the hotel that you're staying at and get a cab ride in, it's like 30 bucks. That's not cheap at all. Now, when you pull up the Uber app there, Lyft app, it, it shows that, oh, yeah, it's going to be $10, $12, but then they never show up <laughs> so because they don't like it down there. Um, and then eating out was just as expensive as the States in a town that was supposed to be a lot cheaper a couple years ago. So, yeah, vacation costs have gone way up. This and much, much more at the seven tests of retirement readiness and happiness. It's a big event, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. You can meet CFP Chad Burton. He's going to be talking about RMDs. He's going to be talking about Ross. He's going to be talking about conversions. He's going to talk about taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing life goals, and more. If you have $500,000 or more heading towards event, uh, to heading towards retirement, this event is for you. Seven tests of readiness, retirement readiness with Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth. Sign up October 28th, 10 to noon, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. Sign up at chadburton.com. Also, you can even do a portfolio review with Chad um, at his website, chadburton.com. Have questions, get answers chadburton.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.